0: This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson, from the Bay to LA and beyond, baby. That's right. It is, uh, September 2nd, 2020. Trips me out just to say 2020. Um, and I'm not going to front. I, did I ever think 2020 would ever Get here, or I'd be alive to see 2020. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Can't tell you. I I was confident in that. Um, what 2020 looks like, that I can tell you, is not what, <laughs> not even remotely, what I thought things would look like. But the technologies that are available are mind-blowing, just mind-blowing. Anything that you can create from your brain to fingers, vocals, anything that you want to bring to life is possible. And it's not just that, those technologies are not just accessible to you know, um, you know, smaller companies anymore. Everyone has access to that, and everyone has, um, you know, what they've dubbed as followers. Um, it's basically people who want to follow what you're doing. I have no idea why people follow me. No idea. I. And that's why I want to talk about on this podcast today. In part is what I want to talk about social media and the experiment that I put forth um over uh over twenty years ago. This has been the experiment, people, for me. I mean, I take notes, I, I journal, audio journal. Uh, every situation, mostly every situation I've been in, I've written about it somewhere, you know, in a journal. <laughs> and so to reflect on this, I'm just like, yo, uh, this all seems so familiar. It's just a new year, 2020. It's a beautiful sunset over the Bay Area right now. Wow, look at that sun. But it's always a beautiful sunset in the Bay Area. Best kept secret. I keep sharing with people, best kept secret. Now I know why people say, oh, don't come to the Bay. The rent is too high. The rent is too high because this is a paradise. I'm looking out the window here, I'm looking, of course, you know, 360 degree. I'm not bragging, but it's a great space. And uh, from where I'm viewing, the Bay Area is a beautiful place. So if you're living in the Bay, maybe you need to change up your scenery a little bit and kind of appreciate where you're at. Because there's a reason why people from the South migrate here, because it's not the South. FYI. It's not anything like all the rest of the states in the United States. California is unlike any other place in the United States. And that's I'm talking about, you know, from mountains to climates to it's the perfect weather for everything, wherever you want to go throughout California. And there's no other place like that. That's why people come here. That's why people have come here and they said, no matter what, I'm not leaving I'm going to build upon the foundation of this here soil. And I ain't going nowhere. And my children's children shall have a space here and their children. And that's how you do it. I mean, you get. But now with the emerging technologies, you, you can be in California and you're doing business in Dubai, you know, from home. Uh, you can work anywhere. So that's 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 my word up to uh the bay area I love being back, but I have to insane being back i 'm not really back and when I say i 'm not really back i'm a whole different person than I was definitely six months ago but i'm a whole nother person than I was when I left over twenty years ago from the bay area so it's it's i'm looking at it like through the eyes of a a a newborn child who' Never seen anything ever or seeing things for the first time. That's what it's feeling like. Look at that sun. So beautiful. I love the sun, the father and the sun. You guys know that's what that means, right? The sun. You look up to the sun. You receive all your energy from the sun. I star gaze and sun gaze all the time. I feel it's helping my eyesight big time. It depends on the times that you... Stare at the sun because we spend so much time being glared at from our phones and monitors and TV screens. It makes sense that a lot of people are now starting to have eye issues and you know all kind of stuff. Um, I said I was going to, it was the premise of my talking, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm on fire. It's my podcast. I so do what I want to do. Talk about what I want to talk about. That's why I said if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I hope it's not your last time. I never know what I want to talk about. There's so much to talk about. I think it's if I start from the beginning, I mean, you. here's the thing. You can go back to all the podcasts that I've done over the course of a year and just kind of get a a glimpse of, you know, the dude I've evolved into because um, I captured it on a podcast, you know, um, while I was homeless and injured. I was homeless and injured for a year and four months in L.A. County. That is the story of my life because <laughs> years previous was total opposite. It was just, um, but you know, like I said, this has been an experiment that I put into play many moons ago. And I've been conscious of every decision and choice that i made in life. And then, but you know, we never count on things like death, you know, no one explained death to me ever, you know, even to this day, no one's really, I've never really had like a, a one-on-one conversation with someone about death. But when my grandparents passed uh, while I was in, I was in junior high, just in junior high, and my grandmother passed suddenly, it was just, and then the following year, uh, my grandfather passed. And they both passed of due to, uh, you know, disease and ailments of the blood and, you know, whatever, all those health issues that black folks don't look into or take serious. So I ain't going to the doctor. Oh, I'm all right. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you're not all right. <laughs> none of us are all right. And when I say none of us, I mean all of us. I don't just mean black people. I don't just mean African-Americans. I don't just say white people, Native Americans. We're all in trouble. <laughs> we are in trouble, people. We've been in trouble for a very long time this is based on my own walk of life experience in four decades on this planet i became super conscious at a very young age and just became super aware of you know the our environment because nothing made sense and when something doesn't make sense what do you do you ask right now, what if there's no one around to ask or no one intelligent enough to answer the questions that you have, right? Mm-hmm. And folks are saying, uh, well, you know, you ask your teacher or your teacher's going to give you a scholastic, you know, something that she's knowledgeable on. But the certain areas, I mean, you don't ask your teacher. I mean, I grew up in the seventies. I mean, what, what do you, you know, as a shy kid who you can only ask so much and then you take that and you, you throw it in there with a, like gumbo, a bowl of experience and you figure out how it all resonates. So in my, I say all this to say that in my walk of life, I, when my grandparents passed with no answers to what happened and just, you know, hearing this, hearing that, I'm like, you know what? I mean, in order for me to, to, to do anything in life, I have to start with my health, and this is me as a as a kid, as a child, as a teenager. Just you know, my world came to an a halt, a, a, a end like un un unlike any other. So it's like, who do you talk to in these things? Who? How do you get through? You know, the death of your grandparents. How do you get through? You know all you know heaven and hell and all this stuff about when you die and all this stuff. How? How is exactly how it starts? When you ask that question, God, who am I? Why am I? What's the purpose? Why is this happening to me? What, I mean, what's going on here? What is this planet? Why am I in this body? Why is this person dying? Why is that person dying? Why does that person make so much money? Why is that person makes no money? Why is this person, why this person? You ask these questions, just keep going and going and going. And you multiply that over time. I've received those answers in the in the solitude of my silence. I've received the answer to every question I've ever thrown out there into the universe. And and how did I differentiate on what answer I was receiving was the right answer? My intuition. That gut feeling, that vibe, that vibration of knowing, that inner knowing. I learned that a long time ago. That inner knowing. Trust the gut, boy. Trust the gut. Gut, gut tell you everything. And I never, I never forgot that. So, and, and the vibe, the vibe. We all have a psychic vibe. Don't care what you want to believe in or what you don't believe in, we have it every every species on this planet has it the plants talk to each other the animals talk to each other different species of animals talk to talk to each other humans can do it and are very capable but a lot of us have you know we've we've either haven't unlocked it or chosen to ignore it those hunches those you know the those answers, you know, you're like, it can't be that simple, right? No, it is. People make it difficult. Oh, it's got to be complicated. You know, if it was, if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. Well, I mean, we can't speak for everybody. (laughs) We can't speak. You can only speak for yourself. Know thyself. That is all you have to do in this world is know thyself. Everything else just falls into place. That brings me to a book that um, I came across. I think I've, I talked about it um, in a couple of podcasts a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was. I, I was listening to, uh, Lee Harris Energy. If you ever, if you don't know who Lee Harris is, he's a musician. Uh, he's a meditation. I call him a meditation guru. He's just an awesome guy and he, he, he's an empath as well. I'm an empath. He's an empath. We're all empaths. Some of us more than others. Some of them, have, of us haven't awakened to that energy vibe. And um he had a video, I was listening to his August video and just listening to his, you know, what he had to say. I'm like, yep, yep, everything's resonating. I'm like, exactly. Thank you. And then I look over to the right and there's another video and it has this uh, lady, um, Anita Morijani. And I'm like, and she says something like my journey from cancer to near death. That's what the, I think that's what the subtitle said. So I click on that and I start watching the video. And I'm listening to what Anita has to say. And then her husband came on and he spoke his say. And in two seconds, I was ordering the book. Because I was like, I I want to get rid of that. I like thing. My consciousness said. Get that book. <laughs> my higher conscious. When I say I like I was like, that's that's as as my brain switching over to the other thinking brain. So I have to remember the audience I'm talking to. So my higher consciousness said, get that book. Read that book. Absorb that book. This lady knows what she's talking about. Or don't buy it. Who cares? You know, just Go on wondering because my quests have been to heal myself, which I've been doing all my life through herbs and medicines, and I mean in what uh, Eastern medicines I would say. I, I I because of the tragedy and trauma of my grandparents, I came into not trusting Western medicine at a very young age in my teens. I just didn't. It didn't make sense to me that they went in. My grandmother, in particular, she went in. She just didn't come out. And I, I don't, even to this day, I don't know the whole story. It doesn't matter. I. It's it's in the past. But I held the hospital um, responsible. I was a kid. So what, what could I know? I'm just going on what I'm, you know, trying to read lips and, you know, emotions and energy with my family because the family was just. Became a complete mess, um, complete mess and haven't recovered to this day. Truth be told, has not recovered and death does that to the family. Death can do that to, has done that to many families. I've witnessed it, uh, especially when someone dies suddenly, especially when someone's not, uh, an older person is dying. What I've witnessed is that the older folks and I, I feel sorry for a lot of people, uh, even, you know, folks in my family who get into these, these, uh, fights and arguments over money or, or something that's left over to you or you feel like you're entitled to, you know, fighting at funerals and I mean, this, this is crazy. This is insane. You're going to fight over a family member about something that you haven't worked for. I mean, the person that worked for it is dead. They're gone. They're done. You know, maybe they left you something, maybe you didn't. How much of a jackass were you that you, that you're even entitled to anything? What have you done to earn it? I had to go on that tangent real quick because it's just annoying. It's annoying to see people go crazy over someone else's life's earnings and, and, and life, you know, what they've built in this world. And, uh, I feel like there's some entitlement to it. It's annoying. But Anita Morjani, getting back on the course, I how I read a book, let me share it with you how I read books. And it depends on the book itself. If it's a self-help book, it's I totally like i I got the highlighter in my hand the whole time. Um when it's a autobiography or a book that I feel like I just needed to read, I always have a highlighter in my hand. Um And so what I'll do, I'll usually read the back cover. The front cover's already got me. It's all good. There's a forward on here from uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I did read. I went and read more about her online as the book was being ordered and it was uh, en route. Um, Wayne Dyer just took her under his wing, uh, heard about her story from Hay House, and next thing you know, she's Selling books, you know, on the New York Times bestseller list, and I'm reading it right now, but i'm I'm sharing this with my audience today because I think it's a book that every human being should have next to your Bible, next to whatever good book you like to reference, this book right here. Because she talks about her journey from cancer. That's the title. My journey from cancer to near death to true healing. And I'm not going to give away any. Thing that she has to say in here. I want you to read the book for yourself. But it's enlightened me on a whole nother. Um, plane of existence. Is that the word? The phrase I was looking for. Um Only because I've had a few near death experiences myself and it's it's awakening what I was feeling during those times that I was going through something and but no one had answers even as an adult now I'm talking about as adult no one had the answers no one around me doctors whatever and um and even I hadn't really realized what what had happened or what was happening, because I was seeing the world, or I after my accidents, I it, it's as if I, you know, had just arrived back on the planet. I mean, I didn't even recognize my space. I was like, how did I? I remember, I remember after the the first accident on my bicycle. This was in 2015. Um I remember making my way back to my loft. I don't remember walking in the loft. I remember I remember going to the mirror and seeing the uh puncture in my throat cuz it was a it's just a millimeter away from the juggler. And uh I had a little Band-Aid on there from, or a little patch from the, the ambulance, but I guess you can call it shock. I, I'm I'm not sure what to call it. Um, I just remember, you know, feeling like I, like I'd been somewhere and I was, I didn't recognize my space. I was like, why do I have so much shit? <laughs> and anybody's ever been to my loft in downtown, when I had my loft downtown, I had a lot of stuff, but it was good stuff, you know, it was organized, you know, I had full-fledged studio, a multimedia studio, uh, I had my my yoga area, uh, my kitchen space set up for, you know, the dude can bake. Uh, space and I had my library of books, three, 600 books, magazines, you know, food, wine magazine, all this stuff. And, um, it was an awesome space, but I had a lot of stuff. I just remember walking in and just being overwhelmed. Like, when did this happen? You know, because I've been working, you know, and working and working and, you know, working at my job, you know, eight, eight years on the project is a long time. I, I don't recommend anyone. Working like that without a real vacation in between. I never took a real vacation. Uh, weddings and funerals, you know, and, and your boys bachelor's parties are not vacations. You need real vacations. That's why they give vacations away when you work for folks, you know, but you need more time. You know, take on such, uh, crazy, crazy responsibilities. So Anita Morajani, has created a book that is an eye-opener. It's an old opener. eye-opener, I think, for uh, especially the generations right now um, in dealing with, you know, so many deaths, especially of young artists and creators. I mean, that's a huge chunk out of your soul. And I think about it, I think about, you know, the the passing of Chatwick uh Bozeman, when I think about you know his death and Michael Jackson and Prince, you know those those guys' death impacted me in a major way. Major way. One, because I grew up, you know, watching uh these guys. Um, you know, from kids to teenagers to, you know, well, by the time I started even knew Michael Jackson was and you know, people kept saying I looked like him as a kid and I finally saw a picture, and I was like Yeah, but, you know, he's Michael Jackson on me. But it's almost like those are our brothers, you know, the Jacksons and, and Prince. When you listen to someone's music, that's, I mean, they're immortal. And when they die and they just die suddenly, I mean, you're like, what is suddenly, you know, people die. You know, when you think about how much or when I think about how much contribution that folks like Chatwick and Prince and Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, you know how much they've contributed to society and to the world, like they did their part. So in their passing, you can only be happy for them. You can only be happy for them because they did what they were supposed to do. They beat odds, challenges, all kind of nonsense. You think about Michael Jackson. Think about Michael Jackson, man. He was a kid just like everybody else is born a kid. No different. He just was born with the spark. And a lot of us are born with a spark and a lot of us aren't. And our spark starts early. And so as it may seem like our spark is sizzling as we're, you know, in our 30s and 40s. But you have to think about the kind of work that's been put in play by Folks of the mentioning, include myself. When I think about how much I've done, how much I've, how much work I've put in since I was sixteen, I mean, what I accomplished by the time I was twenty-five, unreal. I just had that thought the other day. I was like, wow, because so I was, I was feeling like, damn, hey, man, you know, this guy is like three, four years you know, younger than me, 70s kid, you know, star seed, and, uh, you know, I'm not comparing lives, but I'm thinking, like, you know, he's done a lot, he's been through a lot, but he's been on the planet just as long, and I'm looking at my life, it's like, I've done a lot, because I was feeling, starting to feel like I hadn't done enough, but I've done a lot, you can find, you can look up my LinkedIn profile if you want, um, <laughs> you can look up my LinkedIn profile. Yo, I, I've done a lot and, and I haven't even begun to, you know, I, that's not even my, 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 what I've done on my, in my personal life. You know, what I've done to help people, you know, get healthy about their life, to start thinking more healthy. That's just, you know, you just do it without even thinking about it. That's, that's just it. That's me. That's how I operate. And, um, so if my soul today or tomorrow is like, yo, time to go, I'm out. There's nothing I can do about it anyway. Right. <laughs> it's like, it's time to go. It's time to go. But in the near death experiences that I've experienced recently, um, this book is awakening. Um, um, something that I've been in search for for a long time in answering asking the questions and I I think um, Anita Morjani's Dying to Be Me is the name of the book um, just kind of sheds light on everything like I said I'm not even going to give you a uh, even a tidbit I think you should just read it and look her up and it's gonna make your day. Thank me later or thank her. Or send her an email and just tell her how much you 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 enjoyed the story and you enjoy the book. Um I know that you don't become a bestseller on you know, New York's New York Times, you know, unless you have you know good a great story to tell. <laughs> And she has a great story to tell and it's 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 firing up me to uh, tell my story. Um, all of my story is so much but it's all combined under one umbrella um, and I got to tell it got to tell it gotta inspire some people and know that you know life is life is good good is we're good. We're good right where we are right where you're at that's you're good and if um you know just a flashback of six months ago I mean six months ago I was homeless homeless I don't like to say that you know at the time I I wouldn't tell people I'm homeless Just I'll just say you know I'm without a Home. I'm without a a space to call my own right now, and I know what that's about. You know, I just need the patience and understanding of the people around me. I get the patience and understanding people around me, and I'm good, I'm totally good. But when you're on the edge, you know, you know, folks are trying to take advantage of you and shiftless and hustle mode and all this nonsense, bad energy, bad attitude. I mean, it's like, yo, I'm the one with the broken ankle. I mean, you got two legs, two arms, two eyes, and you can walk about. I mean, what what more do you want? (laughs) What more do you want in life that you have the good health to open up your eyes, to see another sunshine, to see another tree waver in the wind, to even see the wind, to see it? You don't have to feel it. You can just see it sometimes. That's a blessing. It's called a blessing. Every day, every hour, every second. I've written over, and I can't even tell you, how many pages. Well, there's a stack of papers here. I started, you know, six months ago when I, I arrived in the Bay Area. I just started writing. And I have every, so everything that's all the ideas, everything. I've, I've kept great journals, but for the past six months, something clicked. Um, and then the lightning storm came and seemed like since then I've just been surging with a crazy amount of energy and I'm just creating at an exponential level and. Just keeping quiet because nobody needs to know anything. You know, you'll know when I, you know, when you need to know. How about that? If you're not contributing, you're taking away. If you're observing, that's cool too. But I've learned my lessons. You know, I, I do my best when I just keep to myself and, and then manifest, you know, you don't have to talk if you're doing. And I'm a doer. I hung around a lot of people in L.A. over the past course, over the past year. I would say actually over the past four years who are a lot of talkers. There's a lot of talkers out there, yo. That's that's on the real. I'll, I'll argue. Actually, I won't argue with anybody with that. And maybe it was my own experience. But I just know I ran across a lot of talkers, a lot of hustlers, a lot of people that just love to run that mouth. Just run that mouth. And I guess in running that mouth, they feel like, you know, they've ran it long enough that to tire you down so you believe the bullshit that's coming out of it. But my radar is just too, it's too on point, it's too focused, too sharp for that. The minute I'd smell bull, I'm out, I'm done. And there's some folks that are reaping the repercussions of that because you, you jive with me, man, it's done, it's a wrap. You show up in the board meeting yo, I'm she's she's on the board. <laughs> I'm out of here. It was great knowing y'all. Peace out. That's how that works. Anyway, folks, I don't want to go on a tangent. I hope you got something out of this. I hope you can pick up Anita Morizani's Dying to Be Me. I'm gonna I'm halfway, more than halfway through the book. Like I said, I read the back cover, then I read it backwards, right? I want to start at the end because a lot of people will start with something. And I'm like, you you could have started with that. And then I could have went back for. it. So this is still a great book. It's just that, you know, I heard her in the video and she had told, you know, most of this story. But then I wanted to read, you know, the details because she's like, no, there's some details and some pointers in there. And then she has a and a at the end. And it's it's just a really awesome and inspiring book that you'll be able to use and refer to often and refer to your friends you know a lot of people are are holding out folks even if you you know you come across something awesome like you know anita morjani's book or you've heard of lee harris i mean share with somebody you never know who's gonna who's gonna latch in and when they're gonna latch in you know um I've come across folks and they'll be like, Oh yeah, I've heard about this author. Oh yeah, I've heard about that person. It's like, I can't share that. Yo, share with somebody. You know I'm on the same frequency. Share. Share the inside. As you receive it, you'll feel better. When someone goes, Hey, thank you for sharing that. I would have never known about that. You know what? Lunch is on me next time, Bucko. That's how you do that. That's how you do that. Anyway. Um i going to end this podcast because the sun has gone down, and I ain't got no light. Oh, let's see here. All right. Yeah, I'm out of light. So the book is called Dying to Be Me by Anita Morajani. You can get it on Amazon for 13 measly bucks. I think it was actually $12.95. And then after taxes, come on, shipping. Um, it's a great book Um, she's got another book coming out next year about quantum empaths or something like that don't quote me on that I love it I think it's awesome um, I have this coin in my hand it's called the I Can Coin and there's like this circle in the middle I can't see because I can't get the light but I'll just turn. maybe I'll just turn on the light right Turning on the light, I'm turning on the light. See, when you have your own podcast, you can, you can do stuff like that. You know what I mean? If you've got your own podcast, send me a message, network at gmail.com. I'll listen to it. And then you can be on my podcast. I can be on yours. We can talk about stuff. Um, so my I, I Can Coin I've had it for a couple of years now, and it's a reminder of um, of the language that I use every day. You know, the positive, the I can, and it's a little dial like a clock dial, and on each end of the dial it says I can receive, I can laugh, I can create. I can love. I can learn. I can endure. I can forgive. I can grieve. I can trust. I can heal. I can let go. I can feel. And I'm going to add, I can breathe. Don't ever let nobody tell you what you can't do. And the last thing you need to do is go around saying what you can't do and or teaching your children what they can't do. If you go through this life and you don't hear nothing anybody ever has to say, you got to remove I can't out of your vocabulary today and start with I can because you are more than powerful enough to do whatever it is that you put your mind and your will to. I'm a living uh, testament to everything I speak. Namaste. Uh Namasta Akusa. I'm gonna bring a card real quick. Hold up. I'm pulling my reminder card before I go. For I end, I need to end every podcast the same way, so What shall my ancestors message? Choice. This is a good one. This is actually a really good one. I was thinking about this earlier today, uh, thinking about my brother who is, who's in prison. He's been in prison for a minute. And, um, there's a part of me arguing with myself or talking about choices and decisions because I could have made some decisions in my life that could have put me on a really bad path. Um, and it's that awakening, that conscious voice that talks to you and go, do you really want to do that? Because I think this is what's going to happen. So why don't you just not do that and just do this instead? And that's how I've navigated through my life in relationships, people, the whole nine last year was supposed to happen the way it happened and only i know why it happened and i'm totally good with it it wasn't the greatest of experiences but i'm totally okay i've had a great life and if one year and a half or 4 years out of you know 4 decades can be a little bumpy man i'm i'm good i am One hundred. Because the rest of that life was fucking awesome. Did I say that? Did I say that? I don't know where that came from. So the card I pulled today is a choice. Uh, We all get to choose what we allow in our energy fields. We get to decide what enters our energy fields and consciousness. Ensure you are making the correct choices and allowing only love and good to you at all times. Your action. Mark your boundaries with people. Only allow love and good in your energy fields. You may have noticed you have spent time with people who feel somewhat draining to be around. This is not personal. The person involved has their own worries and fears in their life. So try to Try and see the situation with compassion. Remove yourself from any situation that doesn't feel good to be in. We always have a choice. And the affirmation for the day is... I allow love and good into my energy fields. How simple is that? How simple is that? I allow love and good into my energy fields. On that note, I'm out of here because I gotta go let some energy fill into my stomach because I'm hungry. Actually, I'm not even hungry. Am I hungry? I'm not hungry. I just feel like I need to chew something. You know, chew. Jaws gotta move. Oh no. I'm Mr. Anderson for the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. If you have something on your mind or an idea or a product or a service or something that you think I think would be off the hook, fantastic and shareable amongst my audience of I can't even tell you how many thousands. um, Hit me up. network at Gmail dot com. Uh, and I'll respond to you. Because there's no one but I, I, there's no we, not yet, there's just an I, and I will respond to you, and we'll take it from there, alright, I hope you have a blessed life, uh, I hope you uh, are inspired to do your own podcast one day, you know, if you do, if you start a podcast, hey, hit me up, I'll be on it, we'll talk it up, we'll chop it up, uh, everything's possible. And, uh, we'll take it from there. All right. I'm Mr. Anderson for the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. Peace.